Welcome back. Today we're asking and answering the question, why do Christians worship on Sunday? Now, worshiping on Sunday is one of those things we may never have really thought a whole lot about simply because we've always done it. If you go to church, you probably go to church on Sunday. If your parents went to church, they probably went to church on Sunday. If your grandparents went to church, they probably went to church on Sunday. But if somebody were to ask one of us, why is it that Christians go to church on Sunday? What's so special about that day? Why not Saturday? Why not Friday? Why is it Sunday that Christians go to church? Well, we might not know how to answer that question if we've never really thought about it. And we may never have thought about it because, again, it's just what we've always done. But if somebody asks us a question like that, saying, well, that's what we've always done, is not really much of an answer. I mean, it's true as far as it goes, but it doesn't really get to the bottom of why it is that Christians worship on Sunday. So why is it that we worship on Sunday? Well, we're going to look to the scriptures to try to get an answer to that question. Do Christians worship on Sunday because that's the Sabbath? Do Christians worship on Sunday simply because that's a day that a lot of people don't have to go to work? Or is there something deeper going on that gives us a reason for worshiping and gathering together on Sunday. Well, to answer that question thoroughly, we're going to go all the way back to the beginning of the Bible to Genesis chapter 2. Now, in Genesis chapter 1, God created the heavens and the earth, and, and over a period of six days, it's described for us how God uh, formed and fashioned the world and made the plants and the animals and so on. And then in chapter 2, <clears throat> verses 1 through 3, it says this about the seventh day. It says, Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the hosts of them. And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. Now, which day is the seventh day? Well, that's the day that we call Saturday, right? That's the seventh day of the week, the last day of the week. And the Bible says that God created, again, talks about him creating over a period of six days, and then on the seventh day, he rested. And then that day of rest, that's called the Sabbath for Saturday, that is part of the law that God gives to Israel in the Ten Commandments. They are supposed to rest on the seventh day. In Exodus chapter 20, verses 8 through 11, it says, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant, or your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. So God rested on the seventh day, and then he told his people, Israel, to rest on the seventh day. Now, when we get to the New Testament, we find uh, the Jewish people gathering together on Saturdays, on the Sabbath, in synagogues. For example, in the Gospels, in, in Mark 121, we read that they went into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath, he, Jesus, entered the synagogue 
and was teaching. So Jesus went into the synagogue on the Sabbath, and there were people there, right? Mark 6, 2. And on the Sabbath, he began to teach in the synagogue. Um, Luke, uh, Luke 4, 16. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as was his custom, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and he stood up to read. Luke 6, 6. On another Sabbath, he entered the synagogue and was teaching. Luke 13, 10. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. So Jesus, over and over again in the Gospels, we find him in the synagogue on the Sabbath, which is the seventh day. He reads scripture there. He heals people there. He teaches people there because there are people there. They're gathering together in the synagogues on the Sabbath, which is the seventh day, which is Saturday. The Apostle Paul does the same thing. In Acts 13, 14, it says, And on the Sabbath day they went into the synagogue and sat down. Acts 18, 4 says, And he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and tried to persuade Jews and Greeks. Now the question is, where did these synagogues come from? It's not something that we really see in the Old Testament, but by the time we get to the New Testament, it's all over the place that the Jewish people are gathering together in the synagogue. So what happened? Where did these synagogues come from? Well, a historian named Justo Gonzalez helps us understand where these synagogues came from and their significance. In a book he wrote called A Brief History of Sunday, he says this about the synagogues and the Sabbath. He says, while the Sabbath always had religious significance, grounded as it was in the divine commandment, the Ten Commandments, it was not particularly a day of ritual worship, which normally took place at the temple, and therefore was not often accessible to those who did not reside near Jerusalem. Right, so everybody was supposed to observe the Sabbath, if they were a Jew, but the Sabbath was not mainly about worship, right, in the sense of like going to the temple and offering sacrifice, right? It was mainly a day of rest. But he says, then the fall of Jerusalem, the exile in Babylonia or Babylon, and the continued dispersion of Jews throughout the Roman and Persian empires made worship at the temple impossible, giving added significance to ritual gatherings for the worship of Yahweh at a more local level. So when Jerusalem and the temple were destroyed and the people of Israel were taken into exile and then many people uh, were dispersed, many Jews were dispersed throughout the Persian empire, the Roman empire, he says, then it made sense for them to gather locally. There's no temple for them to go to, or when there was, they were too far away from it. It made sense for them to gather in a local place to worship. So he says, the day of rest, devoted as it was to the remembrance of God's covenant, was the most natural time for such gatherings. The day of rest being the seventh day, the Sabbath. Hence the growth of the synagogues where Jews gathered on the Sabbath in order to worship and to read and study scripture, but where no sacrifice was offered for the synagogue was not a temple. Even after the return from exile when the temple was rebuilt, the synagogue continued existing as a parallel institution, not only in distant places, but also in Judea itself, as may be seen in the Gospels and in Acts. So that's where the synagogues came from, right? That's, and that's how they worked and why they existed, why we see them in the New Testament, right? They grew up, evidently, uh, according to Huso Gonzalez, when the people couldn't go to the temple, either because there wasn't one or they were too far away from one or both, or not from one, from it, 
or, or, or both, right? So they would gather in these synagogues and the natural day for them to do that would have been on the Sabbath. Okay, so, so here's another question then. If the Jews worshiped on the Sabbath in the synagogue and Jesus was Jewish and went to the synagogue and the apostles were Jewish, we see Paul go into the synagogue, and if Christianity, right, is the fulfillment of Judaism, grows out of the Old Testament and is the fulfillment, we would say, of, of, of um, Old Testament Judaism, then how did we end up gathering to worship on Sunday instead of on Saturday? What is the reason for that? Is there a reason for that? And there is a reason for that. Now, when the church begins in Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost, when the apostles preach the gospel and thousands of people are saved, the Christians at first are meeting every day, right? Acts 2.46 says, And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts. So daily, at some level, daily they were meeting together, right? Gathering together. Uh, but then later in Acts chapter 20, verse 7, we read about the Apostle Paul meeting with a group of Christians on the first day of the week, right? It says on the first day of the week, and that's Sunday, last day is Saturday, that's the Sabbath, first day is Sunday. On the first day of the week, when we were gathered together to break bread, Paul talked with them, intending to depart on the next day, and he prolonged his speech until midnight. Right, so Paul is gathered with Christians on the first day of the week. He's speaking to them, he's teaching them, and they've gathered to break bread, which could just mean they're sharing a fellowship meal or could point to the Lord's Supper. Well, why are they meeting on the first day of the week? Later, uh, in another place, uh, rather, we see in, in 1 Corinthians 16, another hint about Christians potentially gathering together on the first day of the week when Paul gives instructions about them uh, putting aside money for a collection that he's going to come and take for the saints in Jerusalem. In 1 Corinthians 16, 1 and 2, he says, Now concerning the collection for the saints, as I directed the churches of Galatia, so you also are to do. <clears throat> On the first day of every week, each of you is to put something aside and store it up as he may prosper, so that there will be no collecting when I come. Why are they supposed to gather this or put this aside? On the first day of the week, why not the last day of the week? Could it be because that's the day that they were gathering for worship? Right? Revelation 1.10, the Apostle John says, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet. Now what day is that? What, what is the Lord's day? Why is Paul meeting with these Christians on the first day of the week? What is the Lord's day that John is talking about? <clears throat> These things are never really put together for us in a definitive way where it's just spelled out. But I think if we look at the evidence, it becomes pretty clear. In all four of the Gospels, we're told that a massively significant event that defines the church took place on the first day of the week. In Matthew 28, verse 1, it says, Now after the Sabbath, that's Saturday, after that, on toward, it says, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, that's Sunday, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. 
and of course they found it empty. Mark 16, 1 talks about the same thing. Luke 24, 1 similarly says, but on the first day of the week at early dawn, they went to the tomb taking the spices they had prepared. John 20, verse 1 says, now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. Over and over and over again, we're told very clearly that the resurrection took place on the first day of the week, on Sunday. Why are Christians not gathering on Saturday like the Jews did, like the apostles at first uh, would have done, right? Uh, like they did growing up, like uh, Jesus did in his ministry. Why are we not meeting on Saturday, on the Sabbath? Why are we meeting on Sunday? Because Sunday is the Lord's day. And Sunday is the Lord's day because Sunday is the day that Jesus rose from the dead. And so Christians gather for worship on Sunday because every Sunday, not just Easter Sunday, but every Sunday is a celebration of the resurrection of Jesus. Every Sunday we gather to remember that our Lord and Savior is alive. He is risen and he is reigning and the reason we worship him, the reason we gather in his name, the reason we pray in his name is because he is the crucified and risen Savior. He is the reigning Savior. He is the returning Savior. And so we gather in his name on his day, and that day is Sunday. God bless.